Welcome back to East Leaf Sixers, your boy Sixers fan for life. We got 215 The Sports Guy, and we got Jay Frager in the house. What's going on? How are you, Jay? What's going on with you, baby? I can't hear you. You can't hear? Okay, well, you know, the, uh, the Sixers, the Sixers have won their game tonight versus the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, you know, great win, great, great performance by our bench. Uh, if I could say so myself, Doc did a pretty good job coaching this game. Jay, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me fine, right? Yeah, yeah. we're good. We're good. Yeah. What What's your thoughts on tonight's game, bro? Um, I think it was a good game, a good bounce back game for Maxi. He needed that. He was struggling a little bit past couple of games so it was nice sign to see him come up big and you know uh play huge for us so it was a good sound it was a good sound looking good and boston lost so that helps too okay okay yeah. okay joselitos your thoughts on tonight's game my brother 
anytime all your starters only play 20 minutes in the 20s, um, it's always a good thing. Uh, I was asking for revenge. I got it. I mean, you don't really get brownie points for whooping on San Antonio Spurs, but the fact that they beat us in the third game of the season to, 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 to make us go 0-3, start off the season. Right. Yeah, yeah, they were in my radar. I wanted, I wanted revenge. But um, big shout out to the bench for sixty-seven points. The bench put up sixty-seven points. If y'all ain't hear me, I said the bench put up sixty-seven points. Mm, That mm, mm, mm. is crazy. Mm, 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 mm. That is crazy. One hundred and thirty-seven points as a whole as a team, which is pretty damn good as well. You know. I want to shine some light on some people. The flower lady is here. This is the segment of our show where we give flowers to the player or players who we feel like stood out tonight. Joel Hans and B. 33 points, 10 boards, four assists in 28 minutes. It was a point in time where I was like, damn, is he hurt? Why are you not playing? Then I looked at the score. He didn't need to play. You know, like Jose said, anytime you can have your main guys play in the mid to low 20s is an excellent game. And, you know, the big fella needed that rest tonight. Uh, how about you, Jay? Who are you giving your flowers to tonight? Um, I, like I said, and I'll say it again, uh, I say Teresa Maxey, he's the one that definitely came alive. You know, I was a little bit worried. And, you know, he's showing his worth. He's showing his worth. So I'm going to have to give it to him. Um, George Niang as well. So it's kind of tough. I mean, yeah. I like the way George Niang has been playing. He tried to get a little too saucy with, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the game. But um, he's still, he still, you know, he's showing me something today. And I think he's a big part of what we're trying to do moving forward, especially in the playoffs. Absolutely. He's somebody I think we can count on now. I'm, I'm really confident in what he can do. And he's showing me something. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, it's kind of hard not to give it to this bench when you put up almost 70 points. So yeah. I got to give it to the bench. I'm sorry. I mean, they was only three points shy. You know, Cork Miles could have gave us, you know, a three. I didn't, you know, shots fired. You're welcome, Jen. You can thank me later. But, uh, <laughs> we we could have got a 70 bomb from, from that bench, you know, but it's all yeah. good. It's all good. It's all good. That's sixty-seven points coming from your bench. That's, I mean, doesn't it doesn't get any better than that for the starters? That is, to be honest with you. I mean, to be totally honest, uh, early in the game, I was a little worried. I had the whole "here we go again" vibe. Uh, they came out with more energy than our starters. Then the bench came in and gave us a shot in the arm that we needed. Uh, you know, so kudos, like Jose. Kudos to the bench tonight. I feel like they were just as important as the starters, uh, if not more important. Um, Tyrese Maxey really adds a whole nother level to this yeah. bench. And, you know, we were missing it the last few games. I'm here for it now. I'm here for it now. What up, Ant? What up, Sheik? What up, Prophet? Andy, how are you, sir? Uh, Ant Sims, Blake. Thank you for joining us for our post-game show. So, uh, you know, the trade deadline is coming up. I hate to harp on it, but until we get there, I'm going to keep harping on it. 
the trade deadline is coming up. Um, Jay, you ha- you haven't been here in a few shows, so I'll mm-hmm. ask you: Is there a piece or pieces that you see fitting on this team or position per se uh, that you feel like we need right now? Um, yeah, I, I think a good backup center would would help. Um, I'm not really sold on Paul Reed or Trez. I mean, Trez has his his moments, but I'm still not faithful, confident in him because defense, defensive purposes. Right. I just think every time he comes in the game, he blows. I feel him. like you know people just get off. They get off on him. So I think we need a backup center. Um, a nice athletic wing would help too, because I think a lot of times we struggle against young teams that's athletic. You know, so if we can get something like a young a young athletic player, um, I think Crowder is somebody we need to look at. Uh, Crowder is out there. So if we can get Crowder for like a um, a Thibault maybe or somebody that's doesn't play that much, that would be nice. You know, he's been in, he's been in the finals. He's a vet. He can play defense. He can score a little bit. So somebody like Crowder I would like or like a good backup center. Uh, that name's Reed or whatever that guy's from Minnesota. Nas Reed, yeah, yeah, Nas Reed. Somebody like that, I think, yeah. would help us a lot because, like I said, I'm not really confident in our centers, our backups. So yeah. that's that's what I would look at. Nothing big though. No, I don't think no, we need to go no. big as far as a big a big trade. I think we're good as is, but a, a little piece, backup center or athletic wing, that would help a lot. So that's what I'm looking at. Awesome. I'm on piggyback off you. Yeah, I've heard the the rumors of Nas Reed uh, being floated around via trade. Also, Andre Drummond, uh, you know, yeah. he wants to go to a contender, you know, a, a team. He loved it here. He loved Philadelphia. He was bummed out yeah. when he left. Um, I am not a big trash guy myself. I'm old school. I prefer the guy that comes in and gets dirty, grab boards, block shots, yeah. creates havoc on the defensive end. Than a guy that could come in and get you a quick 13. No defense, no rebounds, really. So yeah. uh, you know, he's undersized. It's not his fault. You know, he he plays, he plays big for his size, but he's not a big guy. I think we need a legit yeah. seven-footer who could come in and you know make a difference. You know, people might laugh at me, but even in New Orleans, Noel, come in for 12 minutes, 11 minutes. I don't know about him. I'm not, I hear you. I hear you. I don't. Been there, done that. I, I, I'm. He's, he's too light, and I think now I think he regressed even from when he was with the Sixers. He yeah. regressed a lot. I, I don't. And, and the thing about it, he's not playoff testing. You know, I feel like in the playoffs, I think that's one of the things where you know he he might struggle. You know what I'm saying? Especially with Doc. Doc's one of them people that. He does it. He has a short leash. So yeah. if you're not producing, especially in the playoffs, you're not going to play. Look at you're not going to play. So I don't I don't know about that. Just ask yeah. Tari. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He produced not... in the playoffs. So I don't know what's going on with that, man. I don't Listen, know if I was Paul Reed, I'd have my bags packed. Like, seriously. I'd yeah. be asking for a trade. You know, uh, uh, he obviously is not the guy on this team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We try. We 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 give these players the benefit of the doubt. Us as fans, we start screaming for them. Doc ain't playing, and when he does come, yeah. in, 
He don't make the best of his minutes. I gotta admit. He, yeah, you know that's another thing. Yeah, it's like when he does keep come saying, in, put four yeah. in, and he, you know, advocating for him. When he comes in the game, doesn't make the best of it. He make dumb mistakes. Yeah. And somebody made a good point. I heard the other day. I don't think the team trusts him either. I seen Harden look him off a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like the team don't really trust him when he's in the game. They don't give him the ball. They look him off. So it's tough to put him in the game because Listen. what you going to do with him? He, he makes some mistakes. And like I said, if you don't, if, if you lose trust in your teammates, that's tough. It, it takes a certain type of player, a certain type of mentality to come off the bench cold, uh, not knowing how many minutes you're going to get from night to night, preparing yourself mentally for that, and then coming and performing. No knock on Paul Reed. I love Paul Reed, but I really think Doc has – ruined his mentality uh just not getting any minutes for seven eight games at a time then getting thrusted in there well my thing is i feel like i think he's just bad timing yeah because he's the type of player that needs to be on the team where he can flourish and like get minutes and develop he's on a team that's looking to win a championship yeah so it's hard to really give him the minutes when we're trying to win a chip we can't afford for him to make mistakes and stuff like that and, like, let him play through it. Mm. You know, he needs to be on a team that's, you know, that's on up and coming. You know what I'm saying? That's okay, one of the teams that's trying yeah. to do yeah. – where he could get in and then make mistakes. You're not on a yeah. team like that here. See, it, yeah, we, we, we get a glimpse because when when all the guys went down and the B was down and 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 Harden was down and, and Maxie was down. Up. Yeah, but that's the only time he gets to play because – I mean, that little bit right there ain't enough to take over nobody's spot. Let's keep it real here. Nah, you know what nah, I'm saying? Nah, yeah, it's not. Especially, especially when you're not going out there dominating. You got to go out there when you get your opportunities and getting the minutes. You got to go out there and get double-doubles um, and, and do your thing because that's your time to audition. And yeah. he had good games here and there, but it wasn't consistent. Yeah. It was They're times just... where he just didn't do anything. And you can't when you get that opportunity, you have to, you know, make you do with it. Yeah, you you can't be on this on this team for two seasons and have one double double. That's just not gonna cut it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's not, it's not, you know. And unfortunately, too, is he's battling with somebody else. That's you know what I'm saying. That's almost like him, but different. So if you don't take those opportunities and take the you know spotlight from somebody else, it's gonna be tough because it ain't just him. He's battling. With Trez and remember, we had passing. Well, not for that much, but I'm just saying he's battling a bunch of different people, so it's gonna be tough for him. PJ Tucker, Jay. Yeah. How, how do you feel about him? Three rebounds. I know Jose him. don't like him, but here's my thing with him. <laughs> okay. I, I, I feel like that's why I brought it up on the poster. I think he's better suited for the playoffs. He's why? not a regular season player because why? I think he's why? at an age now where. You know, he's coasting. He's one of them guys, but in the playoffs, he is important. He's in very important because think about it this way. When we have playoff-type atmosphere games, he shows up. He plays defense. He makes it hard for people. He, he, he played defense good on Jokic, Giannis, Durant. These are three top players that didn't get off on us because of P.J. And we beat the Nets when Durant played. Durant didn't really go off like that. Giannis, we had him frustrated too. He had to stay after the after the game and work on his free throws. Yeah, that was PJ yeah. Tucker. 
Yeah. Then you know with Jokic, was it? He was a big reason we won that game. So this type of games we need from him in the playoffs, and that's where he's gonna show his worth. So I, I like him on the team. Obviously, he hasn't been showing up in the, like for the overall season, but the games that playoff right atmosphere games, he shows up. So I like him there. You know what I'm saying? He'll show his worth in the playoffs. I'm, I'm confident in that. You're banking uh, on that. My my thing, my my whole thing on that is. You got to take his age into consideration. Yes. He ain't getting no younger. By the time the playoffs start this season, the man's going to be 38. So if you brought him here for the playoffs, save this man. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's going to take one injury for all of us to just be sitting here cracking up. And we ain't going to see him in the, in, in the playoffs. You understand what I'm saying? That's all. And I, and, and, and I, I don't wish it on him. Well, hey, that's why it. I think oh, he's coasting. Oh. I don't think he's really giving it his all. I, I don't think that yeah, you but, see because if you notice in the games, it's like a you know one of the tough matchups or really good games, playoff atmosphere games. He shows up. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it I'm might not be the box scores. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, my biggest gripe is, is partially Doc Rivers' fault. It's, it's sad that PJ becomes the whipping boy on that one because the amount of minutes he's getting. Like, there's no reason for that. Yeah, you don't – yeah, you ain't playing him 30 minutes a game on an 82-game season. Expect him to be, at his age, um, efficient enough yeah. in the playoffs. That's not yeah. happening. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah I see that. Yeah, I agree. You the, shouldn't play that many minutes. Yeah, like that. not that many minutes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And you got all these players on the bench that ain't getting no tick, and we're all getting pissed off over here as fans because these players are not playing at all – but you brought a 37-year-old guy to come help us get past the second round. But you overplaying him. Like, 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 like it's not gonna get rough and once March comes. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I feel like you need to lessen his minutes. That's what I was like. My main argument about the whole situation was was lessen his minutes. I, I yeah, I wasn't feeling 30 minutes at all. I feel like 18 to 22 is enough for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If he get eighteen yeah. to twenty two, I'm cool with that. Somebody else got to get the rest of those minutes. You, but, like, but that's but that's why I think the trade deadline is important. I think if we get if we get, we make a good trade and get a decent player, like I said, the Crowder, you won't see PJ as much. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we have to look at in the player. I mean, you know, for the trade deadline is who can we get to play? You know, some minutes in that power forward position because we don't really have. A legit a, a, P, a PF, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think we need to look at that. Yeah, um, I agree with both of you on the front. I do think he was brought in specifically for a player like Giannis, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, bigger body. Uh, Joel Embiid doesn't necessarily have to guard him. We have somebody else that can guard him. We'll let J uh Joel free to rim run, and um block shots, but. You know, I'm I'm also in agreement. We need to bring another four in here, uh, you know, to have another option to go to in that starting lineup, uh, you know, so he doesn't have to be the guy in there because it makes him look a little bad, you know, night in, yeah, night out. It, it, yeah, it just sucks that he don't put up no points and we really don't have a good backup for him to make up for those zero points. To supplement, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. if we had a backup that could come in and give us guaranteed six points that PJ's not giving us, in that position, maybe yeah. you know, and maybe it wouldn't feel so bad, but it's hard to watch when you're constantly seeing zeros on the board from that guy all season long. 
Come on now, don't I, I, you can't you don't sit there and you, you, no one cannot agree with me right now because them zero points is tough to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what though, with PJ, which I kind of like and it's weird to me, is the fact that even though he gets zero points, people still guard him when that three point come. Like where it swears with Ben Simmons, it's weird because when Ben Simmons played, people played off of him, so it was hard for everybody to get off because. The lane was clogged. When PJ gets the ball, they got they, they. I don't know if they're scared or whatever. He gonna make the jump well, shot, but well for the, the, for the, the defense the bulk, goes to him. The bulk of his career, Jay, he's been an elite corner three point shooter. Yeah, he's known to hit corner threes. It just so happened we got him with not enough juice in his knees to get that thing up. It's just yeah. not there like it used to be. But they remember the PJ that would knock it down. So it's kind of like we can't leave him out there. You yeah. Know, he'll, and he'll make he'll make an open three here and there. It's not a lot like we want, but I I feel if he's a wide open, you're gonna guard that because he can't make it. He can't make it. So you know it's not gonna be where they're gonna it's a four on five. I don't feel that with him. I feel that if he's open at that three point line, they're going to guard that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I still feel he is a threat somewhat shooting if he gets the ball and he's open, yeah. you know. But you're right. I mean, zeros is not good either. You know, no, it's not no, because you no. need to look to shoot sometimes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, There was a stretch of games where the man wouldn't even take the shot. He would either dribble it out or right away pass it the moment he touched it when he had opportunities, yeah. when no one was even near him. And that to me became probably the most frustrating time, and I just went well, crazy on PJ. But Jose, let me ask you a question though: at six five, <laughs> and you're <laughs> playing down low, wouldn't you be a little bit afraid to shoot when you six five and you going against trees? Now, if you're in a three point line, but that teardrop, that little floater he shoots, and he's thirty seven, he can't get that up like before because he's older. He's six five. <laughs> So that shot's gonna it's harder than you think because he's short and he can't jump. No, uh, that's so true. But I mean, the the the, the harder the, the worst shot you can take is the one you don't take. I know, but I'm just saying, from the confidence standpoint, I don't feel that he has the confidence in making those shots anymore it's going because down. of his age and yeah. his height. I mean, I, I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I get it. That's what I'm saying. So okay, I'm 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 in agreement with all you guys about the trade to bring in somebody that could come in and put a little yeah. something there to fill that void. If, right. if that void can get filled somehow, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, agree. Uh, going back to our earlier conversation on the trade deadline, a few guys that I feel like that should have their bags packed already. Um, Thibel. I think Thibel's gone, even though I don't want him to be gone. I think the need for him out there on the market right now, his value is very high. And uh, we don't use him a whole lot. So, uh, you know, if the Sixers are looking for an upgrade in that position, they'll get something. Um, another one, Cork Moss is as good as going. Cork well, Moss Thibble, in my opinion, Thibault has to be in that package. I mean, yeah. his defensive reputation precedes him. Um, people have seen the type of defense that, that he brings. And there are teams out there that need a, a defensive player like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for crying out loud, Brooklyn took two five. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, right. and at this point, they're, they're identical players. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I think we're gonna be we still looking at getting um 
Eric Gordon too. I think he's somebody that, out there. Yeah, that that, that Maury likes. Remember, he's a Houston guy. You know, he's actually doing well right now too, and he doesn't want to be in Houston. But he's somebody we can look at to you know he yeah. he he would help. Um, I hope the my hope I I would like him here. Uh, my hope the price isn't too high because he is doing well right now uh, around the NBA where we have to overpay for an aging player like that. He'll be great for this year, but just like PJ, you know, that 36, 37, you know, it, it, it kind of well, They were talking about doing a buyout. They were talking about doing a buyout and, and he take that and he'll go, you know, take less and then play for a contender. Which, which will be here. Yeah, you know, be, which yeah, which will be, you know, with the um with the with the uh with the Sixers. So it's something that we can look at that that would be a good piece. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Especially since they know each other. He's played with Harden. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He's played with all these guys before. So I think it will help out a lot. You know, and he's a Maury guy. So yeah, I think Maury, Maury would guy. be able to convince him to come. So they like need to the figure others. something out because the biological clock is ticking. Yeah, yeah, you know. I, I really do. This, I feel like this is the year that they'll definitely get over that hump of the second round. Uh, how much further? Who knows, man? Who knows? It's all about the matchups. It's all about the teams they'll play. Um, you know, and health. And health, man. You see, with yeah, the that, that's, that's Eagles, the key. That's the biggest piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, if we could get healthy, I think we can go all the way. You know, because that's the thing that that's been killing us. But if we can stay healthy and keep this team intact, I think we can go really far. But like I said, that's one of the things where, you know, we got to hope for the best because without, without the health and yeah, it's, it, everything is down the tubes. Everything just goes, goes away. Yeah. Shout out to the Sixers training and, and their doctor's crew. Uh, when Joel and B uh, came down with the Popo's foot uh, earlier in the year, uh, the uh, plantar fasciitis, I was I was terrified because here goes a seven foot two, two hundred and eighty pound guy with a foot problem, and the way he plays, it's very guard ish. A lot of times, he does things that big guys not supposed to do. Yeah. So I, I was afraid of his longevity uh, throughout the season, but he's been here, he's been here, and he's performed so. That's hats off to the training crew and the doctors on the team. But also, Joel and B, I feel like he has gotten in shape and he is taking care of his body for yeah. him to continue to perform like this. So I think he well, figured well, it out. You could, you could tell um, in his conditioning because in past years, um, like towards the end of the third, midway through the fourth, he'd be looking gassed. And, and we're really not seeing that as of late. Nope. 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 So, uh, you know... He left, he, left, he left them Shirley Temples in the, in the Chick-fil-A alone. Right? <laughs> yeah. So did, did y'all, y'all didn't bring up the fact about the uh, the All-Stars. Do y'all have any, you know, comments I mean, or something like know, that about the fact know, that we got screwed twice? Jay, you know why I don't talk about the All-Star, man? Because I'm like, the All-Star to me is just a gimmick anymore. I, I just like, it's not, appealing, yeah, it, it's not as appealing as it used to be. Um. I, I kind of was done with it when Eagle Dollar got robbed way back. Seriously. I I I take offense to it, Jay. You know, I take offense to it because yeah. you know, this 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 the on one hand, 
It you is though. It. I mean, uh, if it, I don't mean to cut you off, Carl. To be opinionated, I agree with you. Um, to get snuff like that, and then the bees always getting snuff for the other award. It's just, it's like, go ahead, Carl. Yeah, my bad. you got. We the only team that got screwed twice. You know, when it came to that, and I think it's a, it's not about the All Star game too much. It's about the fact that people really underestimating the team in general. They you know, hate it's, it's, Philadelphia, man. They hate us. Uh, they hate Philadelphia. Yeah. And if James Harden was on any other team with the stats that he put up, I just seen the stats next to Tyrese. Yo, did James Harden make the All Star team when he was injured and still yes. made it? Yes, he's made it eleven years in a row. Uh, I seen his stats next to Tyrese Hollenberg and uh, who who was it? Drew Holiday. Holiday. His stats was better than both of these players. Yes. His stats are better than both these players. So, um, light years, light years. So, I just don't get it. I don't get it on that standpoint. You know? Yeah, I don't. I, I thought it was like a, a real. It was. It was not right. And then when I seen the, the names, and I'm seeing the Rosen and Drew Holiday and Halliburton, they're good players. But at the same time, first of all, the teams are not winning. So I don't know how you reward and losing. That's number one. Number two is. Harden's numbers are better. He's hardened. So you have to put that in consideration, too. I think reputation should have something to do with it as well. Bottom line. Listen, he's one of the 75 greatest players ever. Yeah. And he's still balling. So why? Miss me. Yeah, I don't if get Kobe it. was alive and Kobe was putting up the same stats that he's putting up right now, he would be an all-star. Why not James Harden? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a Philly thing. Like you said, I think it's a hate on Philly because – like you said, last year, he didn't really play that well last year. No, he no. made it last year. You know yep. what I'm saying? And he was hurt. Yep. And he was hurt. Yep. So I don't understand how this year he doesn't make it. And uh, and then the fact that with the Embiid thing, so you combine the can, Embiid and the hard situation, it's disrespectful. You know, it's really disrespectful because there's nobody playing better than Embiid right now. No, and you have nobody. him as a backup. You know, we talk about just, players like Luca and, and people like that that came on later in the year putting up crazy numbers. Joel has been doing this all season. Yes. Yo, can anybody pull up who made player of the month for the Western Conference since the season started? Can anybody do that? It's probably Jokic made it. Jokic and Luca. I think it's like Jokic and Luca like most of the time. Yeah, no, 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 I need, I need to see this, like, because, and B, remember, and B was hurt the majority of November. Season started late October. Yeah. You don't really count October. Nobody really counts October. Nobody gets paid a month for, for for two games. You know what I'm saying? Two to three games tops, because that's all they play in October. So the season really starts in November. As yeah, far, yeah, I, as, I know for the East, it was, it was uh, uh, Tatum, and then and B twice. The yeah. West, I don't know. I know it's Jokic and, and Luka, but I don't know, like, how many. And I don't know that. I, I, you know, if Jokic didn't win it twice, how is he in the conversation for the for, for this MVP thing? Because not, they overrate in this triple-double situation. It's all the, the assists. That's all it is. Because since he's getting a triple-double, so they looking MB at that gets NBA player of the month two times in a row, yeah. and he's still looking up at Jokic. I just don't get that. I don't get it. And he torched them. Remember, they went up and matched up against each other. They didn't remember that. Because that was a big that was a big deal. You know, on national TV, he put them, he, he cooked them. Nah, he put them in a blender. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, he, yeah, he, the, he did. He, he did. put him in a blender. Torched that wasn't cooked. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. Listen, I remember watching that game, man. And when the B kept dribbling between his legs, Jokic couldn't even stand up straight. He looked like he had spaghetti legs. I'm yeah. dead. I'm dead serious. Come on. If nobody nobody noticed that and during that game, that was crazy. He's head and shoulders better uh than you know Joker. You know, but people quick to point out well, Joker makes his players around him better. Joel and B makes the players around him better too. Yeah. Just like Shaq did. Because if he's not guarding guarding all that attention towards him every night on a night to night basis. These players you're seeing, Tobias Harris, James, James Hart, and Tyrese Maxey, they'll have hands in their face every night. See, here's the thing. This will piss me off about positionless basketball and how the game has changed. It's not the center's job to make the rest of the team better. Right. That's the point. And yeah, right. my, my opinion is not the center's job to make the rest of the team better at all. That's the point guard, the facilitators. That's their job. Yeah. The center's job to me is to be the most dominant player on the floor, in my opinion. Well, and down low, you gotta, for the center's job is to be play defense too. I don't know why nobody yeah, yeah, takes that too. Yeah, 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 that too. Joker cause... doesn't play defense. No, I don't understand how everybody just glosses over that. Like that's not a big part of basketball. That's a whole other side of the court that Jokic doesn't play, and that's why. And B went off. He gave him forty-seven because he's like a statue. He doesn't defend. So yeah. that's a big piece. Yeah. So to me, I don't even think he's one of the top three. I think it should be Tatum and B and Giannis. Those should be the top three MVP candidates. Yeah. Giannis is going crazy right now. Yeah. So to me, you got to put him up there as well. So yeah. it's to me, it's Giannis and B and you know, and, and, and even Tatum. Those yeah. are three guys I would put ahead of Jokic. Yeah. yeah. But that's me. And, and listen, I'll even put Luca ahead of him, making him the fifth <laughs> option yeah. on that. Well, list. the only reason with Luca is his team's not winning. Yeah. I don't think his team is like barely over five hundred. If that, I don't know. I have, I have to look again. It's but awesome. last week they was like twenty five and twenty four or something. It was like that's the only reason why I'm kind of hesitant with Luca. Yeah. If he's winning, then that's a whole different thing. And y'all put him over him too. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, you know, the prophet said NBA merchandise. Sells better in Europe than Cameroon. Y'all mean effect. Mm-mm-mm. So, you know, we have a game coming up. Let me look at this. Uh, we have the Knicks. play the Knicks next. The Knicks, your hometown, baby. Yeah, we play the Knicks. We got the Knicks. I'm looking forward up. to that. I want to see that game. There are a lot of Knicks fan friends that's going to be going there on my case. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a, a good game. I want to see that one. I mean, they always play us hungry. You got Julius Randle over there. He's been playing excellent. Uh, they have a few other players. Uh, I'm looking forward to that game. Uh, nice measuring stick for us uh, yeah. going into this uh, all-star break. So, you know, we're looking forward to that. And you guys will see us that day at 5.30. Please would not not be late. We got a watch party. We got a watch party going on. Yeah, we got a watch yeah. party for that game. So if you home and you bored... You're by yourself, and you want to talk sixes while the game is playing. It's going to be a watch party. Just reach out, Facebook Messenger. If you ain't a friend of anybody on this panel, you better friend us immediately if you want to join it because we got to be able to, to send you the invite through Facebook. 
so that you can uh, join the uh, watch party. So, Jose, well, first and foremost, Jay, uh, we humbly appreciate you coming on, bro. Anytime we call, you're right there for us. You are in this right. family. Uh, you know, there will be more shows to come. Y'all will see this man up here with us. Uh, yeah. You know, so. Uh, Jay Frager been with us since day one. Yeah, for one real, of our, man. I one, of our first, yep. one, one of our first guests. Yep, for sure. Yeah. I always, I'm always appreciative of going on this show and you know being part of this. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna be involved in more. I hate uh, Jose. You know what to do, baby. Y'all already know what time it is. Don't forget tomorrow episode. I can't even start my segment without saying this. If y'all don't know, tomorrow we got D lineman, D lineman. Y'all don't know who she is, and you're a fan of Philadelphia 76ers. Y'all need to go do your homework. D Lyman is on the show tomorrow, guys. Do not miss it. So hit that notification, hit them bells, whatever it takes that for you to get notified when East Leaf Sixes come on, so you don't miss that episode. On top of that screen, we got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. So don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend. Everybody have a great night. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck that, Jose. I didn't understand you. I don't speak English. Can you explain it to me? And well, I was getting there. Okay, I, I, I I, it didn't there. seem. It didn't seem like you were. I was getting there. All right now. No trouble. Decirle a un amigo que le diga un amigo que le diga un amigo. The Sixers just got revenge on San Antonio Spurs. Yes, sir. Everybody have an awesome night. Great tomorrow. See you guys back here tomorrow and Sunday. There's an episode tomorrow and Sunday. So we'll be here all weekend with y'all. Enjoy. Let's go Sixers. Peace out. East League Sixers forever.